Antelope Hill is proud to announce the release of a new translation, Leon de Grel in Exile, by Jose Luis Jerez Reisco. Readers of The Burning Souls will already be familiar with de Grel's life before and during the Second World War, his service on the Eastern Front, and his involuntary post-war exile in Franco, Spain. This new work tells the story of his life in exile in detail, replete with first-hand accounts from Spanish nationalists and friends of de Grel. During his time in Spain, de Grel did not wallow in sadness, despite the atrocities inflicted upon him and his family by the victorious Allied powers. He stayed remarkably active in European nationalist politics and left a lasting impression on both his personal friends and those from around the European world who took inspiration from his tenacious idealism. De Grel's enduring legacy in Spain is well-deserved, such a legacy also deserves to be spread to both sides of the Atlantic and beyond. Antelope Hill is proud to be the first to bring this unparalleled biography to the English reader. Get Leon de Grel in exile today at antelopehillpublishing.com. You're listening to Resolution Radio. ResolutionRDO.com So what was enumerated in the Second Amendment goes far beyond self-defense. Recently, the new governor, Kathy Hochul, um, absurdly, she's such a joke, absurdly indicated that the Second Amendment referred to muskets <laughs> and that if you wanted a musket, well, okay, but you certainly should not be allowed to have modern weaponry. And you love it when they call it that or assault weapons. Give me a break. They don't understand it at all. None of the newspapers or other politicians in New York or elsewhere even called her out on this. And it kind of highlights how confused politicians and the media are on the Second Amendment, especially those of a blue origin. Anyways, the well-regulated militia is defined as follows. Well-regulated is a compound adjective. 
It's the definition 9C in the large unabridged Oxford Dictionary of the English language. The large dictionary in libraries that no one, that, you know, that, that, that people have to have a magnifying glass, okay, to read. The only two uses where it could be used are well-regulated sluice or well-regulated motor back in the day. A sluice is a waterway with a control gate that diverts water into a water wheel, which has been used to grind grain in a mill or a power um, saw in a sawmill. A well-regulated sluice was one of the proper uh, amounts of, kind of gives the proper amount of water as it was directed into the water wheel to get it to turn appropriately for the work at hand. Too much water would cause the water wheel to turn fast and break. Too little water wouldn't deliver enough power to the water wheel to do what it was supposed to do. With respect to the well-regulated motor, the meaning is that the motor is operational. The timing is correct. The spark plugs are gapped correctly, right? And the carburetor is adjusted such that the proper amount of fuel is being supplied to the correct amount of air to give proper ignition, right? Inside the cylinders. Also that the motor has enough fuel is ready to go. And from these two uses, you can see that something is well-regulated in its existence. It is tuned, it's organized, it has what it needs to run correctly and do the job it was designed to do. And from this, one should understand that a, a well-regulated militia is one that is in existence, it is organized and trained and tuned to do the job that it's assembled to do. And it has the supplies and materials necessarily to do that job. Not that it's controlled by the state, but that it just is able to do what it's supposed to do. The founders thought when they wrote well-regulated that people would understand its meaning. In the 1700s, the people did understand what, what well-regulated meant. What would your life be like if you woke up each morning with new vitality, feeling better than you have in years, and you noticed a difference in your sleeping patterns, blood sugar levels, and had a sense of well-being overall? There's something that is changing thousands of people's lives, and you could be one of them. It's called Heart and Body Extract. Sharon Harris, co-creator of Heart and Body Extract, talks about the positive effects of Heart and Body Extract. What happens with the formula Heart and Body Extract is it's giving the body the necessary vitamins, minerals, amino acids, enzymes, and phytonutrients so, so the body will heal itself. And yes, the body does have the ability to balance blood pressure, balance cholesterol, clean and unclog the arteries. It can also work on uh, balancing the circulation for diabetics. So the body is an amazing thing. It simply needs some help so it has the tools to heal itself. Heart and Body Extract gets results. To order your two-month supply, call now, toll-free at 866-295-5305. Order online at hbextract.com. You're listening to Resolution Radio. ResolutionRDO.com Welcome back to the Alex Jones Show. I'm Kate Daly, your guest host from the Kate Daly Show, katedalyradio.com. Wow, we got a lot to talk about today. Uh, I want to talk about the Second Amendment. I know, there, but there, but a fresh take on that, and I, I hope you enjoy that um, and learn something from that today. And then Neuralink. I want to talk about SB forty. I want to talk about the presidential race. I also want to talk about why they named Kindle 
Kindle. There's a lot of things I want to talk about. But first off, I do want to mention that uh, by 2030, you will own nothing and you will be gay. (laughs) So I just want to start off with that fresh bit of news. I know Bill Maher said 2054, we would all be gay. But I just want you guys to know that you'll be, you'll own nothing, you'll be happy. I don't think so, Klausi. And you'll be gay. In fact, we're about to enter into the June Pride summer month. I know, I know you thought you were just going to have to be nauseated for a month as it's crammed down your ever-living throat, but no, we get a whole summer and I'm sure uh, it's been talked about on this show. I'm sure of it. The North Face, obviously, Patagonia, <laughs> sorry, encourage view- viewers to come out into nature, although I don't know, I don't know what was so nature about Patagonia, but anyway, um, she vowed to have the summer of pride. You're going to see a lot more of that. You're going to see a lot more of uh, Pride Summer instead of Month. You're going to see Pride Year. I mean, we're already getting it shoved down our throats anyway, but just wait, just wait. So she showed up, of course, in the all rainbow, the all rainbow getup. Um, I hate what they've done to the rainbow. Anyway, uh, North Face gear, donning a full mustached face of multicolored makeup. That's nature. Anyway, um... And uh, went out in their commercial. Now, if North Face wants to um, commit this kind of corporate suicide, just like Bud Light and all the other companies, Target, Target's getting a huge hit today. Um, If they want to do that, I guess it's up to them. They can. They can make that choice. But then you have to kind of wonder, why are they making that choice knowing, right? And so we all know it goes back to the credit scores. We all know it goes back to the corporate score, the the I'm with you government, wink, wink. Um, I'll do anything you say so I can get future loans, which is all about the Great Reset. Alex wrote a book on the Great Reset. And uh, so you've got the summer of pride. You've got more and more companies committing corporate suicide by doing this. And the backlash is getting huge because people are just about done with this kind of crap. They don't want their kids seeing it. I don't want my kids seeing it, right? And so um, this Patagonia, <laughs> this tour has everything. Hiking, community, arts, lesbians, lesbians making art. And it reminded me of the grants they're giving away for lesbian farmers. I don't know how many lesbian farmers there are, but they do have a grant program for them, courtesy of our government. So you have all this stuff going on right now and it's in our face. But you have to wonder, is there anything else they're getting out of this? Is Bud Light getting something else out of this? They have to be, wouldn't they? Knowing they're going to lose revenue, knowing they have examples right in front of their face, yet they make the choice. Target makes the choice to come out with tuck it underwear. Really? Something just seems a little off, doesn't it? It almost, well, I'll I'll bring this up in just a second, but it almost strikes me as something that goes along the same lines as the racial war, but I'll get to that in just a moment. So in the headlines today, it's war on pride, revolt on Chick-fil-A, Bud Light sales down 30%. Okay, so we all know all this is going on, but when mainstream, particularly Drudge, right, which has gone full mainstream, when they're saying this, then I get a little like surprised, maybe a little concerned. Okay, why are they trying to shove this into our face? What is the reason behind this? There has to be way more to it than just wanting us to be outraged. It's got to be deeper than this. So they want the outrage, yes. They want people to have a war on pride. Yes, we can see that, right? Right in front of our faces. But then you have to go some layers deeper just because 
it never really works like this on the surface. This is not what they're all about. You know, Florida has laws in place. And of course, they're going into feardom. Feared, oh, we can't go to Florida. Oh, my gosh. And I want to comment on that when we get back. Then I want to talk Second Amendment, Kindle, all kinds of things, because I am not going to give all the time to this. It doesn't deserve it, honestly. This is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And it's such a small percentage of our population anyway. I'll be right back. I'm Kate Daly, your guest host for The Alex Jones Show. All right. With you on The Alex Jones Show, I'm Kate Daly, your guest host. Oh, we hit summer. Everybody wants a normal summer, especially after this last three years. I completely get it. I do too, right? All of us want to break from all of this crap shoved in our face, but we're not going to get it. And I think there's some definite reasons for that. You know, the drag shows are everywhere right now. And do they target nursing homes? Do they say, hey, we want to do a show at a nursing home? No, just where kids are, just in parks, conveniently where they play or just in libraries or, you know, they want to go read, read to kids in libraries or they want to have drag shows that are targeted to family friendly audiences. But for some oddball reason, they don't want their audience to be in a nursing home. Do you, does anyone else find that a little strange? Why don't they go there? They've got a captive audience. It's not like they can run out. Um, and maybe they might even look like they're enjoying it. Who knows? Uh, but I don't think they would. It is interesting, the targeting. And I would hope that the people that are, are drag queens would possibly realize that it's creepy. Most of America isn't going to take it. Most of America is pretty pissed off about it. And um, all they're doing is alienating themselves by doing this whole thing for kids. Drag queens have always been around. I don't have a problem with do your life. If that's what you want in your life, that's what you, who you are, what you want to be, fine. If you want to live a gay lifestyle, have no problem with it. I have friends that are gay. We all do, right? We all know somebody. All right. Um, so, okay, no big deal. But it's when you're shoving it down our throats is when we have a problem. Disney, I'm sure you guys all saw the video by now. They have the little greeter at the door of the Bibbidi-Bobbidi-Boo boutique um, with the beard and the princess dress. And yeah, it looks weird. And yes, you should think it looks a little strange. And why are they doing that? But again, corporate suicide, they don't, they don't care. So are they getting money from somewhere else to shore up their, their businesses? They're not going to take a fall like that. You guys know it. I know it. They're not going to pony themselves up to take a fall. They care too much. They care too much. So why are they joining in this war? Why are they doing this? And what, what are they actually getting out of it? I don't know yet, but I'm investigating right now. And I want to find out what they're actually receiving because there's something way more to this. They wouldn't do that. And I think we all know that. Leah Thomas, since we're on the topic, ugh, um, U.S. Olympic Committee uh, says Leah Thomas is welcome to try out for the men's team, not the women's team. And she was, he was, whatever, the biological male who went swimming as a female and looked extremely male um, and shattered every record in NCAA history, has petitioned officially the U.S. Committee for a spot on the women's national team and was shut down. It's not an option. I really do hope the Olympics don't cave. I don't really care about the Olympics anymore. I don't know if anyone does. I mean, I honestly, I hate to say that, but it kind of lost its luster. Do you know what I mean? When they went all weird on COVID and and tried to do an Olympics with COVID and it was strange and nobody even wanted to watch. I think a lot of people kind of, it's kind of lost its gloss. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, so we'll have to, we'll have to see what happens with this. But I thought, you know, you're welcome to, you know, try out for the men's team. And I love that. And I, it's kind of a win in the win column. But that gets me back to racial war. I want to talk about this for just a moment. They've been promoting a racial war in this country. 
but we're not really biting. Why is that? Because we know when we go to sporting events, funerals, weddings, graduation events, everybody's kind of going to graduation events this month and next, right? Airports, airplanes, movies, you're all in line, right? Theme parks, you're in line for hours. Okay. It's hot. It's exhausting. Okay. These are the moments when, when something might be triggered or happen. It doesn't. Standing in lines with people with all races from all places, yet nothing ever really happens. I'll, 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 well, I'll even venture to guess that in your life, you have not ever noticed truly, maybe I'll give you a once, maybe once you've noticed, but I'm going to venture to guess you've never seen a huge brawl or big, huge thing happen at any of those kinds of events that I just named over race. Why? Because in 2023, we don't care about race. We're so beyond it. <laughs> and we've been beyond it for decades. But this incredibly stupid, narcissist, fake administration loves to bring it up all the time. They think they're going to sell you on it. But I think they do realize that they can create an LGBT war, right? We only have about 6% of the country that's LGBT, maybe seven if you want to go with those that think it's cool to claim it, but not really, okay? So five, 6%, that's kind of how it's always been. The war they're going to promote, and you can see this with coming out with uh, pride, you know, summer of pride and all of these kinds of things. You can kind of see it coming now that they want this kind of war. What does it do? keeps our eyes off all the money laundering, keeps our eyes off all the stuff that's actually going on, the permanent coup that we're in. I spoke yesterday to uh, Lee Smith who wrote the permanent coup and the permanent coup is in and nobody's changing a thing for the future elections. So nobody's doing anything about the GEMS system. I've been speaking about GEMS, G-E-M-S in our electoral uh, system, in, our, in, in the voting system, the software, the actual software that you vote with for eight years eight years now. It went to court in California. You can read all about it. So that gem software that turned into Dominion and turned into everything else, that really truly isn't going to change. So they want our eyeballs on all these companies committing corporate suicide, trying to get near our kids. There are drag queens in a city that are suing the city for discrimination because they could not have it at a park. When they themselves were the ones that screwed up the paperwork, the only reason they couldn't do it was because of the paperwork, but they're all playing the victim card. See, it had nothing to do with censorship. It had nothing to do with discrimination. It had everything to do with they couldn't fill out the right paperwork and understand when to advertise and when not to, violating city rules. But you're going to see more of that. It's happening all over. That particular event is happening in my hometown. So we're going to see more and more and more of this and I think they actually have their hooks in this war a little bit more than they do the racial war. The racial war, we're just not biting. Why? Because we're surrounded by people all the time of different races and different ethnicities. We, we don't have issues with it. So the examples in your own life do not dictate anything like that. You have a whole, it's like climate change. You've got an entire lifetime of it never affecting you. Climate change does not affect you in 60 years. Remember, that's the one question that totally stumps a climate activist. It hasn't affected you in any way, shape or form your life. 
I always crack up when I look back at that that chick in the 90s. Who was she? The one that got up at the UN and she was somebody's daughter, right? Uh, some government official's daughter got up and spouted off about how we were all going to die by 1999. Okay. So far, she's had a great life. Two kids. <laughs> you know, she nothing has stopped her. She's been she's she's done well. You don't hear a peep out of her about climate change destroying everything and everybody. Same thing with Greta. Greta now says, oh, I was just so kind of kidding when I said have fear. Um, and so you have all of those things going on right now because they can't back it up. Time and history do not back up a racial war. LGBT war, you might have that on your hands only because they're doing what they're doing with it. But they have to be getting kickbacks. They have to be getting money for this. They would never do it to themselves. Bud Light would never do this to themselves. By the way, Dylan, and I know you guys know this, came out and said now he's attracted to women again after being gendered whatever and this and that. And now he's, he's so, this guy, this kid's so confused. He's so confused. And you know what? He was propped up for the role of Mr. Bud Light. They wanted him in that role. In the whole year that he was doing what he was doing, he never even had time to go through all those surgeries. Okay. And so, you know, you, you get, so he was a theater actor and then he got the role of a lifetime. And that was to be on the cover of Bud Light and do all the things he's doing to try to influence kids. They want kids to think they're gay. They want kids to think they're trans and they want to, uh, and if they really are, and they're, and I mean, a small percentage would actually be, but what they're doing is making it cool. And we all know that. So they're conjuring up the LGBT war this summer. They're going to extend it past June, okay, past a month. They want to see people completely eyes on embroiled into this kind of nightmarish little fiasco that they're creating. Don't do it. Don't give into it. Don't give into it. Just like you didn't with the racial war. You didn't buy in. Don't do it. You have a whole lifetime to tell you that this is not a war to be involved in. And they want you to get in on the LGBT war, but don't say no, just say no. <laughs> when I come back, I want to talk about uh, Second Amendment. There, this is a really, this actually comes from a friend of mine, uh, my friend Dana, and I thought it was good enough. I really want to share this with you on Second Amendment, a different understanding. Right back here on the Alex Jones Show, I'm Kate Daly, your guest host. You've made a serious investment in protecting yourself and your family. You've purchased the gun, the ammunition, the training, and even secured a license to carry in your state. You know the Constitution and don't believe you should have to pay for a right that you already have, as written in the Second Amendment, but you are law-abiding. Now you are considering the legal defense options you should have if you ever have to use a firearm. Self-Defense Fund is a comprehensive litigation membership backing you on appeals, legal expenses, court costs, and more up to $1 million per incident and unlimited attorney costs per member. Discover selfdefensefund.com for yourself. Any weapon, any state, any time. You're listening to Resolution Radio. Radio. ResolutionRDO.com InfoWars is known for being tomorrow's news today. InfoWars is known for having 98% accuracy on average. 
InfoWars is known as being a game changer, and our products are not any different. Two amazing products that I really want you to try if you've never tried them, or if you've been a regular buyer of them, they've been sold out for a long time, they're back in stock, I want to remind you you are now back in stock, are the Real Red Pill Plus and Ultimate Bone Broth. I don't have time in 60 seconds to tell you about all the ingredients, but believe me, you want to go research. You want to go check out Real Red Pill Plus and Ultimate Bone Broth back in stock, but they're selling out quick. And despite the fact they're selling out, they're both discounted. In fact, Real Red Pill Plus is 40% off right now, but in a week or so, it's gonna go back to full price since it's about to sell out. This is your chance to experience Real Red Pill Plus and Ultimate Bone Broth exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com or by calling toll-free 888-253-3139. Thank you for your support. Back here with you on the Alex Jones Show today. I'm Kate Daly, your guest host. So good to be with you. Uh, you know, I hope you actually have a really wonderful summer and just ignore, ignore the summer of pride. It's just getting ridiculous. And you know what? Use your dollars to boycott. That's the most important thing we can do right now. Boycott. Let them feel it. Let them feel it. Yeah, they might be getting kickbacks from the government. Yeah, but let them feel it. But let most importantly, let the rest of the country realize and know right where America's at right now, because that's actually truly telling the tale right now. You're seeing the backlash because we've just about had it, right? And so it's kind of nice to see people go, not shopping there anymore, not doing that anymore. Really and truly think about that. This is the time. You, could, you can do something small, do it. And something small would mean just don't go to Target and <laughs> go other places, right? Um, let's talk Second Amendment. I have to give my friend Dana credit for this. Uh, he was he was great and, and brilliant in in this description. And I think a lot of people never really think about the words. The words are really important when you think about the meaning of what they were saying when they were saying it. So when you go back to dictionaries and you go back in time of these events, of these things that we did back in the, the late 1700s, you realize that there were certain kinds of meaning attached to words. This is why they're so intent on changing the meanings now. They love to change meanings on us because of this very thing so that we don't understand. So he said, you know, a well-regulated militia, this is the Second Amendment, being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. I know you've heard it. I've heard it. We've read it many, many times. But think about this. This is the common thinking about the Second Amendment. When most people read the Second Amendment, including all the attorneys, you know, the author, um, you know, um, the, the, they all have these gross misconceptions as to its meaning and intent. And after questioning a lot of people, um, when people uh, include attorneys and politicians read the Second Amendment, the thing they notice that it refers to is a regulated militia. And they've dropped out the word well, okay, well-regulated militia as part of it and assume that the regulated militia means controlled. Then they in their minds wonder, well, who's doing the controlling? And they read on and they come to the word state, which is capitalized. And they assume the word state means the state of Massachusetts or New Hampshire or any state of, in the union. And what they conclude from that is that the militia is a state controlled entity. They conclude further that it is a well-regulated, which means very much so or completely, because we kind of think of the word well like it's completely reg regulated or, you know, very much so it's, re it's regulated, well-regulated, right? And so from this, they continue to wrongly conclude that the militia is organized and directed by a state government. No, nothing could be further from the truth. 
Another misconception beyond the above is that that no one will hear others and politicians say it is the right to carry a gun and that right is for self-defense. And with respect to the founding fathers, the right to self-defense was thoroughly understood principle, which did not need explanation or support as they relied heavily on the philosophy of natural law in which self-defense is a first principle and a given, right? So what was enumerated in the Second Amendment goes far beyond self-defense. Recently, the new governor, Kathy Hochul, um, absurdly, she's such a joke, absurdly indicated that the Second Amendment referred to muskets <laughs> and that if you wanted a musket, well, okay, but you certainly should not be allowed to have modern weaponry. And you love it when they call it that or assault weapons. Give me a break. They don't understand it at all. None of the newspapers or other politicians in New York or elsewhere even called her out on this. And it kind of highlights how confused politicians and the media are on the Second Amendment especially those of a blue origin. Anyways, the well-regulated militia is defined as follows. Well-regulated is a compound adjective. It's the definition 9C in the large unabridged Oxford Dictionary of the English language. The large dictionary in libraries that no one, that, you know, that, that, that people have to have a magnifying glass, okay, to read. The only two uses where it could be used are well-regulated sluice or well-regulated motor back in the day. A sluice is a waterway with a control gate that diverts water into a water wheel, which has been used to grind grain in a mill or a power um, saw in a sawmill. A well-regulated sluice was one of the proper uh, amounts of kind of gives the proper amount of water as it was directed into the water wheel to get it to turn appropriately for the work at hand. Too much water would cause the water wheel to turn fast and break. Too little water wouldn't deliver enough power to the water wheel to do what it was supposed to do. With respect to the well-regulated motor, the meaning is that the motor is operational. The timing is correct. The spark plugs are gapped correctly, right? And the carburetor is adjusted such that the proper amount of fuel is being supplied to the correct amount of air to give proper ignition, right, inside the cylinders. Also that the motor has enough fuel is ready to go. And from these two uses, you can see that something is well-regulated in its existence. It is tuned, it's organized, it has what it needs to run correctly and do the job it was designed to do. And from this, one should understand that a, a well-regulated militia is one that is in existence. It is organized and trained and tuned to do the job that it's assembled to do. And it has the supplies and materials necessarily to do that job. Not that it's controlled by the state, but that it just is able to do what it's supposed to do. The founders thought when they wrote well-regulated that people would understand its meaning. In the 1700s, the people did understand what, what well-regulated meant. Given what, that one has a well-regulated militia, I'm having a hard time saying that today, one now wonders about the purpose of this. The purpose is laid down in the next part of the Second Amendment. Well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state. State is capitalized and people today believe it means a state, but it's not a state. It's generally a free state. It covers it all. It's not designated state by state. It doesn't mean the state that you live in. It means a free state, a free state of being actually. In the 1700s, when one wished to emphasize a word, it was often capitalized. So Locke and Blackstone were two of the main philosophers that the founding fathers were reading and whose ideas the founders were incorporating into the Declaration of Independence and Constitution. 
In Blackstone's writings, he defined a free state as the condition of liberty. This is the state of being. This is the liberty for all. One should know there's a difference between liberty and freedom, right? Liberty is with with, uh, morals, okay? Liberty is freedom with morals. That is, liberty can do, you know, as, as one wishes, as long as they're not harming somebody else or their pursuit of one's happiness. The call in 1776 was for liberty. That means that we live with morals. Tell that to the war going on. Given that, given that uh, well-regulated militia and its purpose to maintain the free state, that is the condition of liberty. And in the next question, what rights must have in order to organize and supply a well-regulated militia? This question is answered in the last part of the Second Amendment. The right of the people to bear and keep arms shall not be infringed. They were talking about them being the well-regulated militia, ready for whatever happens, ready for what they need to do, but not controlled, not state-controlled. And the founding fathers enumerated many times in their other writings that our rights are God-given. They are. In the Second Amendment, they're confirming that the people have the right to carry and bear arms, weapons of any kind. Right? Kathy doesn't know what she's talking about. (laughs) I'll be right back. Isn't that great? Alex Jones Show. I'll be right back. I'm Kate Daly, your guest host. Listen, do you hear that sound? It started low, but it's getting progressively louder. Into a crescendo, even louder. Irresistible ending in an ear-splitting blast of mass disruption. That's the sound of America's economic and political systems crashing to the ground. But we have a plan. We will be ready to restore political sanity. We will be ready to answer the call of productive America. We will restore America's industrial base and put America back to work. We will shut down political correctness and restore decency and positive media to America. We will save our constitution, our traditional way of life, our customs, and religion. We will restore sound money and crush the debt-based system of monetary slavery. And we will end America's foreign misadventures. We are the American Freedom Party, and we have a plan. Learn more about us, the American Freedom Party, dot U.S. You're listening to Resolution Radio, 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 ResolutionRDO.com. Sold out for more than a year, we now have back in stock a limited run of our extremely popular tooth whitening coral calcium toothpaste full of essential oils, back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com. Another great product sold out for almost a year is our activated charcoal essential oil toothpaste as well. These are both incredible for your gums, polish your teeth, amazing to counter gingivitis, and they fund the InfoWar. There are no fillers in these products. These are fluoride-free, next-level toothpaste, 10,000 of each tube, limited run, available exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com. And your purchase funds the operation Plus, these are incredible products you need. So the coral calcium tooth whitening and the activated charcoal essential oil toothpaste are now both back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com. I thank you for your support. But regardless, these are great products you need. So take action now. Go to InfoWarsStore.com for both these great toothpaste back in stock. Welcome back to the Alex Jones Show. 
I'm just clarifying a little bit on the Second Amendment. And I think this kind of brings kind of a fresh take and understanding. When you really look at the words, you always have to go back into the dictionaries. I've done this a lot with research. You go back into the dictionaries of the day and you say, okay, what does that word actually mean? So when they wrote the Second Amendment, the words are really, really important. Well-regulated militia. It's a very interesting word choice for what the founders, uh, when they came up with this, there was there was a certain meaning to it. and. The second part of the Second Amendment, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. It was the second part of the same sentence that included well-regulated militia, a militia ready to go, okay? Talking about the people. And the founding fathers um, said this a lot, you know, the rights are God-given. And they made sure that, they, that the people realized that they knew where the rights came from. The Second Amendment, they were confirming to the people they have the right to keep and bear, carry and use arms, weapons. It's intrinsic to the Second Amendment that it is the people that make up the militia. This is so. I mean, it doesn't even have to be a group or a named group or whatever we want to kind of conjure up in our minds. It's just the people. So the right of the people to keep and bear arms, necessary component to forming a well-regulated militia. That kind of means just it's not state controlled, just means everybody's ready to go to protect the liberty of the people because it's the state of being not necessarily the state. It's important to understand that. And during the Revolutionary War, cannons were owned by individuals as well as towns. Okay, the town didn't have the cannon. People had cannons too. The word arms was carefully chosen. The right to keep and bear arms is qualified by the word infringed, which means not a little bit, not a whisper, not at all. The politicians, the powers that be have disregarded and trampled the right and the people have allowed it. So shame on us, right? For allowing the creep, the creep of the creeps. And of course, the founders are now rolling in their graves about how we have given this up and so many infringements. It is interesting that they chose the word infringement. Um, not laws, but just infringements, regulations. I mean, it covers a lot, doesn't it? Infringement covers a lot of the things that have taken away our rights to just go and buy a firearm like we used to. We used to order them off a catalog and they'd arrive on our doorstep in the 1950s for Pete's sakes. So the rights of a government, a self-feeding beast that has this limitless appetite for controlling the people, stealing their wealth and usurping their God-given rights. And of course, you know, the Second Amendment follows the first. I think we can probably come up with a lot of reasons as to why. Even if it wasn't written or they didn't come up with it in that particular order, they placed it in that order. It's kind of interesting. The second um, is the foundation, right? The foundation to keep freedom of speech. We're all very, very, very aware of censorship and how that's working right now. And so, of course, you had uh, you had the we can go back to the Nazis in Germany that we're all being accused of being, right? Isn't that their new MO? Everyone's, everyone's a, a, a Nazi. Yeah, they failed to, to say that they brought all the Nazi scientists over here to run everything, but whatever. We're all a Nazi. Okay. Um, and then also, uh, of course, Stalin came to power when he took the guns away from the people in Russia. Um, Mao came to power. We took away the, the weapons uh, from people in China. So it goes on and on and on. We all know the stories. And it's always this time when, when people are running for president, you know, Chris Christie threw in his little uh, donut into the ring. Go eat a donut, Chris Christie. <laughs> anyway, nobody cares. Nobody wants this guy. And it's pathetic. It's so pathetic to see him try to run for president. But what we have to stop doing as a public is to stop 
giving it the mantle that they so desperately want you to give it. It's really figurehead. We should all be saying, well, who's running for figurehead of the country? Because we all know that they're not actually running the country. King fraud a lot in his weird facial mask um, with the headlight, you know, with the uh, uh, um, forehead <laughs> marbling. Anyway, we all know, right? He's not running the country. Who gets a facelift at 80? Nobody. We, are, we, are, we already know that. We already know this. They don't run the country. They're the simple figurehead. They're the mannequin. They're the person that, that comes to the uh, fake scenery looking Oval Office that they built on the side of the White House to give, a, to give a, a weird speech that doesn't make sense. That's what they're there for. So we as a people should start saying figurehead. Back in the day when, when the title of president was given, it was given because it was the lowliest title they could come up with. It was the equivalent of like a McDonald's manager. I'm not saying anything bad about McDonald's managers. We need you. But what I'm saying is, is that it was a manager, the head of a committee. The, it was never supposed to be like royalty. We were never supposed to treat it like this. It was never supposed to be that big of a deal. It was supposed to be somebody that, well, let me put it this way. Article two of the Constitution, the president's responsible for the execution and enforcement of the laws created by Congress. But Congress is the big kahuna. Congress is the important branch. Congress is the one that makes the laws. President's just standing there and watching it, right? And it also says the president shall be the commander in chief of the Army Navy of the United States and of the militia, right? Very interesting. And of the militia. That's us. We're the militia. 90% gun owners in America. It's pretty darn good. That's why our gun crime rate is so low. That's why it's so far under 1%. It can't be calculated. Why? Gun death. Because we have gun ownership in this country keeps people at bay. So don't buy into the lie that everything is falling apart at the seams and we're just this violent mass of people. We're not. There's a lot more crime. There's a lot more petty crime. I was just watching a documentary about leaving California. I'm from California. A lot more crime. But when it comes to gun death that they want to blame everything on, just like I said a couple of weeks ago, doesn't shake up, right? It doesn't shake out, I should say. It doesn't shake out. There isn't anonymous mass shootings, okay? Because usually they're always targeted. Usually it's a vengeful thing. Well, unless you're propped up by the FBI. Ooh, did I just say that? <laughs> anyway, the president was supposed to be this lowly, lowly title. It was the lowliest title they could actually give him without just making him look like a stump sitting there. So when we talk about who's running for president, and of course, you know, in radio, it's really interesting. I've been doing radio for lots of years. And radio is interesting because every four years, is when you peak, right? The, 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 the numbers are huge and everybody's tuned in. Why? Everybody shows up to the polls. Why? To see who's going to be president, as if it matters. Do you know what matters more? Your city council, your county commissioners in each county playing the Agenda 30 game, okay? Introducing all kinds of new Agenda 30 tricks up their sleeves. That's what's more important. That affects your life more. The president doesn't matter anymore. So when I, when people ask me, you know, who you're going to vote for for president, does it matter? Does it really matter? It matters more who your sold out governor is. At the last governor's association, they were all vying for, including mine, my, my ridiculous governor, um, little Gavin, we call him little Gavin Newsom. 
um, they were all vying for Pfizer, Pfizer plants to be to, you know, Pfizer wants to uh, spread the wealth around and put more plants on the ground because why? Right. Because they have a lot more shots to make up. They've got a lot more shots in the works to give to you. And it's sad and disgusting that the governors would be dancing for Pfizer to get Pfizer to come to their states, right? In the light of what's going on, but that's where we're headed. The the, uh, insurance companies and pharma run a lot more of this country than the president ever, ever will and ever does. So does it actually really matter? I'm not quite sure it does. I think what's more important is that you're invested into local politics. You show up at the meetings and you see what ridiculousness is happening, happening next. And they'll always give you two excuses. These are the excuses to look for. Well, we've always done it this way and it's worked for us. So they're not willing to change anything. And then when they get in, they say, I can't change anything because it's already set in stone. Those are the excuses you'll get. You need to fight those things. Got to fight locally and in our states and get rid of these governors, these monstrosities uh, that we have for governors that are so bought and sold. Just kind of picture them like Target and Bud Light. Now you have your governors. They're ready to roll with whatever, whatever the feds tell them to do. And the feds are trying to connect with all your local cities now, try to get their hooks in and things done throughout, throughout the cities. And that's what we have to stop. Don't worry so much about who the president is. It could be, you know, Donut Lovin' Chris Christie. It could be anybody. But I really do think we have to focus on local. I'm going to come right back. I have some information on the shots I want to share with you too on The Alex Jones Show. I'm Kate Daly, your guest host. The Occidental Quarterly fills a unique niche in bringing together scholarly articles on a wide range of topics that are mired in political correctness elsewhere. It is edited by Professor Kevin McDonald, who's no stranger to listeners of the political cesspool. There are quite a few reasons for the precarious state of our civilization and our people. But one of the main ones is that we have lost the intellectual and moral high ground to a cultural elite that is hostile to our people and our culture. Those of us who are politically aware must understand that the elites dominating culture and the political process in the West are intellectually and morally bankrupt. TOQ is the key. Digital download subscriptions are only $30 a year. Subscriptions by first-class mail are only $60 a year. Go to toqonline.com and click on subscribe now. In addition to receiving fascinating and informative articles, you will also be supporting the work of scholars who are part of a community defending our people and our culture with the highest level of integrity and intellectual sophistication. That's toqonline.com. Subscribe now. You're listening to Resolution Radio. Radio. ResolutionRDO.com Please give me one minute of your time. Please write this down and please go look this up. It will change your life. The UN admits, and the Lancet Medical Journal admits, that upwards of 2 billion people have mental disabilities and declining cognitive abilities. The term they use is intellectual disability because of lack of iodine. Most iodine in the environment is bound to other elements so your body can't absorb it. Only pure iodine can really be absorbed right into the cells. And InfoWarsStore.com has the only iodine out there that actually has this type of full effect. Ladies and gentlemen, X3's been sold out for six months. It's very hard to produce, and it's finally back in stock. 
In fact, I was just taking some before I shot this ad. This, ladies and gentlemen, is powerful. You and your family need it. It's 25% off back in stock. X3, try iodine exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com. Take action now, but regardless, research this info. Back here with you, last segment of the uh, Alex Jones Show for me today. Look, and you're halfway through your week. I hope that makes you happy. <laughs> so Elon's uh, Neuralink, I want to talk about this and I want to talk about Kindle, why it's called Kindle. Elon's Neuralink, um, the groundbreaking news, the FDA grants approval to Elon Musk's Neuralink for human trials. Um, and they also talked about a monumental breakthrough. Uh, brain implant startup Neuralink has received approval in its first ever human clinical trial. I think they actually already started this. I think they're doing uh, portions of this with the COVID vaccine. You know, I often call it a drip system for a reason because you need multiple shots to be able to have our bodies not kick it out completely. But I actually think they've already been doing this. He's been working on Neuralink for quite a long time. But you know, he props himself up as the, as the guy with the free speech guy. He might be a free speech guy, but I don't really trust what Elon's doing out there. I really don't. Anyway. That's just me. Um, but I just kind of wanted to mention too that the whole AI thing, there's a lot of people commenting on AI right now. And I think the, they're showing us the equivalent of introducing us to 8-track. And what they can do with AI right now and what they're presently doing with AI fakery and, and everything else, they're showing the people 8-track. <laughs> I mean, let's go back 50 years and go back to 8-track, shall we? They're showing people 8-track as if this is where we're at right now with AI, and it couldn't be further from the truth. I think we're actually 50 years ahead of that. And I think that uh, they don't wanna show us what they've got because they're using it so much. That's my thoughts. I also wanted to mention that Japanese professor, um, Mary Kama, Kami, Mary, Mary Kami, I'm probably saying that wrong, murdering his name, but he's a professor of Tokyo and with the astonishing finding that the Pfizer jab contained the SV40 sequence, which is known as the promoter of cancer virus. You may be noticing a lot of people around you suddenly coming up with cancer. I think a lot of people can have cancer in their systems based on all the other stuff that they've been doing to us for decades. But I think the COVID shots kick it up and kind of light it on fire. Just as Judy Mikovits, I interviewed Judy Mikovits clear back in 2020. And she said, yep, this is exactly what's going to happen, cancer, because what's in the shots is mice leukemia, AIDS, all kinds of things. And when people get this into their system, what it does then is it lights up uh, cancers and problems that they already have. And I think that's going on right now. You can go to all kinds of different genocide websites right now, and people are offering up their sad stories. And it really is sad. Nobody's not, well, we're all affected by it, right? We're all, we all know somebody. And uh, perfectly good health, and then all of a sudden they're jabbed um, to the hilt, and now they're they're fighting cancer. And I know that when people at a hospital um, in my own state were going in, they were saying that, uh, hey, if you want a breast exam, just you know, don't come in right now. If you just had those shots, make sure this was last year. Don't 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 come in right now because it'll light up as cancer. We'll see cancer. Scary, right? Really scary because I know a lot of loved ones, probably of yours, have gotten those shots. I also want to talk about Kindle. I'm going to shift gears just a little bit because we're kind of out of time, but I wanted to talk about Kindle for a moment because of course this involves Bezos, Jeff Bezos, Mr. CIA, and what could be, like he said, back in Entrepreneur Magazine. And the reason I'm talking about this too is I know people do a lot of summer reading, right? You're getting those books out. Um, I like Don Fotheringham's book, um, the, the President Makers. 
that's like must have reading. I, I love his book. He was a to- he's a total warrior, still alive, World War II vet, by the way. Um, but the president makers on Amazon. But back in um, this was years ago when he was inventing this in Entrepreneur Magazine, Bezos said, what could possibly be more important than reinventing the book itself? In 2017, Business Insider did an article about Kindle and the team that worked on it. They wanted it to be called, the team wanted it to be called Fiona, but Jeff Bezos wanted Kindle because it evoked the idea of starting a fire, like kindling. You mean like book burning? Uh Uh-huh, like that. Message boards lit up from people um, claiming that this name, Kindling, in the dystopian novel Fahrenheit 451, Fahrenheit's the story of a fireman whose government job it is to burn books. I know you guys have probably read this book. You can also change the text in electronic books, but you can't change text and words in printed books in people's basements, right? It's a lot easier electronically. And I think a lot of that is going on, actually. Ray Bradbury, who died in 2012, the author of Fahrenheit, pronounced at a book expo in 2008, there is no future for ebooks because they're not books. He knew, he knew they could be absolutely tinkered with. And he talked about the need for physical books that can't be taken away from you um, and could not be wiped out, right? Electronical books, electronic, electronical, <laughs> electronic books could be wiped out. And so Jeff Bezos, the same guy in 2013 that secured that, you know, $600 million contract with the CIA, no biggie, right? Right. Uh, Amazon Web Services. Hmm. And uh, of course, uh, you guys all know that. And then, of course, the National Security Agency being awarded the secret cloud computing contract worth up to $10 billion from Amazon Web Services. Right. That all came from NextGov. And so, of course, there's lots of weird things going on over there at Amazon. But, but I, I have to say that most people are not really aware of what disrupting what books look like. I know a lot of people like Kindle. Like they like these kinds of things because they're easy, right? You just take that. You've got a lot of books and you don't have a heavy load to carry. But I think it's really important. A neighbor of mine was getting rid of all their books and they said, well, we've all got them on electronically. There's just no need for it anymore. And my heart sank. I thought, no, keep those books, keep those books. When Don Fotheringham was writing The President Makers, he actually had to spend two to three years going into people's basements to find the books that are no longer available anymore so he could write the book about who was behind every presidency since the turn of the 20th century, since the early 1900s, starting with Colonel House. And he wrote who was creating all these things, who was behind the EPA, who was behind all of that. He couldn't have done it with the electronic books today because so many books are not there. He had to go to people's basements to find these books that people had hung on to for years to be able to write the president makers and have the proof and the pictures, the things that he needed. This is so important. Please do not get rid of your old books. Please keep them in your basement. Keep them wherever you can. It's kind of like in in Fahrenheit and the discussion on the message boards right after Kindle came out and right after they were kind of shifting to celebrating this new way to read was, well, you can hide a book somewhere, but if you're electronically wiped out of all your books, you can't even do that, you know, from the powers that be. And so there is something there that I think we all need to think about in the future. You know, what are we doing getting rid of all these things? And when they said about that, that uh, 
the the Kindle name, you know, they the team wanted Fiona, but he wanted Kindle because it evoked the uh, idea of starting a fire like kindling. I just thought that was something that you guys needed to be really aware of. I when I saw that, I thought, wow, there was there was really a situation that was admitted to in which they wanted to change history again. Now they took over public education, um, the deep state, the Rockefellers took over education, um, clear back with the Carnegie Foundation in 1907. And it was in their notes. And they said they were going to change history by erasing American history. They weren't going to talk about the Constitution in class as much. They weren't going to refer to all the things that truly, truly happened. They weren't going to do it anymore. They wanted all the teachers trained over in London and then bring them back here. And there was a concerted effort by the Carnegie Foundation to go after education. And they did successfully and turned public education. I don't even know if you can call it education anymore. It's just public. I don't know what the word is. Agenda. I don't know. But that's the direction that they're going. And I, I want to let you guys know that because there is something. Well, he admitted it. Jeff Bezos actually admitted that uh, it invoked starting of a fire. He really wanted real books to go away. Yes, of course, it was about profit and it was about a lot of things. Of course, it's Jeff Bezos. But I do think that there was a very much an effort to say, we are no longer going to be looking at our history and any books we can kick to the curb, we will. And so it's really important right now to go back to those very, very old books and read those instead of the new garbage they come out with. And instead of the biopics they come out with to paint a certain candidate or a certain person in, in whatever way they want, you're probably not going to get a whole lot of the truth. It's kind of like, you know, one of those ABC or CBS movies. You're not going to get a whole lot of truth. But go back into the very, very old books. I think it would do us some favors to go to a, little, a few more thrift stores to find some books that aren't really in print anymore and grab those and read them. I think we'll be surprised at what we find in the changing of history and in the changing of uh, the agenda over the last 120 years that we've been going through. Make no mistake, that agenda is strong. It's here. We all feel it. We all know it. And we have to do everything we can do to fight it and stop it. I do think we're all, we all have the accountability of what did you do? What was your part? We're all here for a reason. But what did you do to stop the insanity of what's happening right now to us? And we can do it. Vote with your dollars. Get those old books. Lots of things we can do and get involved locally in local politics. Thanks for the Alex Jones Show. I'm Kate Daly, your guest host. Watch the American Journal weekday mornings, 8 to 11 central at band.video. Live from the Infowars.com studios, it's Alex Jones. The silent majority is no longer silent. This is The War Room with Owen Schroyer. Please stand by for further details. We return you now to your regularly scheduled program. So Gen Z workers are not going to be faring too well in the workplace. And that doesn't spell good for us in the future. One thing I could recommend is I think we need to get some of these Gen Zers on TurboForce, which you can get at InfoWarsStore.com. Didn't see the plug coming, did you? But here it is, TurboForce from InfoWars Life. 25% off. It's back. It's reformulated. It's in a canister so you can scoop out as much as you need. You want a full scoop? You want a heaping scoop? You want half a scoop? You can get it all now. 
by just going to InfoWarsStore.com and ordering TurboForce. More strength, more power, more energy when you need it, and it's long-lasting. It's got vitamin C, it's got niacin, B6, taurine, beta-alanine, acetyl-L-carnitine, L-theanine, green leaf extract, coffee berry, guarna seed extract, herba mate, and Oliva ATP are just some of the ingredients packed into TurboForce. It's in a powder form. It's in a canister. You saw the commercial earlier. People were fighting over the last little bag. They don't even know. We got it now in a canister. So go to InfoWarsStore.com and pick up your TurboForce. I don't know what you're waiting for. And that's my really my only plug today. I feel bad. I forgot to do it all throughout because we had so much information going on in an amazing interview. But we got another amazing interview, InfoWarsStore.com, and support what we're doing. It's you out there that fuel the jet engines that keep this whole thing twirling about. You're listening to Resolution Radio, Radio, Radio. ResolutionRDO.com. Have we realized the assault against our lives, our liberties, our faith? To defeat this assault, Christians and all people of goodwill should have strategies to prevail in our faith and principles, which are simple. No need for a complex formula. One goal, one aim. A strategy like the heroic Christians of the past. We win they lose nothing less big q little q the calm before the storm by a friend of Megagoria. the strategy of heaven revealed big q little q the calm before the storm available on amazon.com or by calling caritas in the u.s at 205-672-2000 205-672-2000. Reality check. Rampant hacking. Identity theft. Mass surveillance. Defending yourself today is not an option. It's a requirement. Introducing the Conceal Shield Travel Pack from DefenderShield.com. Conceal Shield is cutting-edge wireless blocking technology that eliminates all signals, including EMF, GPS, and RFID. Place cell phones, credit cards, IDs, and other trackable items into the Conceal Shield, and they become totally invisible. Get Conceal Shield now at DefenderShield.com. Use promo code CONCEAL for 10% off. Guard your privacy, secure your data, and protect your health with Conceal Shield. You're listening to Resolution Radio, Radio, Radio. ResolutionRDO.com Listen, do you hear that sound? It started low, but it's getting progressively louder. Into a crescendo, even louder. Irresistible, ending in an ear-splitting blast of mass disruption. That's the sound of America's economic and political systems crashing to the ground. But we have a plan. We will be ready to restore political sanity. We will be ready to answer the call of productive America. We will restore America's industrial base and put America back to work. We will shut down political correctness and restore decency and positive media to America. We will save our constitution, our traditional way of life, our customs, and religion. We will restore sound money and crush the debt-based system of monetary slavery. And. We will end America's foreign 
misadventures. We are the American Freedom Party, and we have a plan. Learn more about us, the American Freedom Party, dot U.S.